from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Um, there, we will get to a video. And, uh, of course, you know, if you're listening, you'll hear the audio of that video. Uh, but first, uh, I wanted to do some some news because, uh, Blake, I sent you this, like, last week. Oh, what was it? I don't remember. The guy in Canada who was filing suit in British Columbia. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Uh, Todd Standing. <clears throat> and <laughs> Has no standing. <laughs> no, Todd Standing has no standing. So he's filing suit in British Columbia. And here is a quote from what sounds like the actual court file. In this case, the plaintiff seeks, one, a declaration that Sasquatch is a hominid or hominoid or primate, gigantohoridus hominid and or gigantopithecus type of species, also known as a Bigfoot, and is an indigenous mammal living within British Columbia. A declaration that the defendant infringed the fundamental human rights of the plaintiff as it relates to his concerns regarding Sasquatch. And the defense is the defendant is uh, Canada, I think, or maybe just British Columbia. <clears throat> and three, a declaration that the defendant committed a dereliction of duty in regard to recognizing and protecting the Sasquatch species, a hominoid or primate, also known as Bigfoot. Objection. Yeah, sustained. <laughs> so he's not going to get any of those things. So what? Apparently, he is trying to claim. He's trying to claim that the, the province of British Columbia and or the country of Canada needs to recognize Sasquatch as an indigenous mammal and protect it. And by not doing so, they are infringing his deeply held beliefs and his freedom of speech. <laughs> and how did, where did, where, how did they rule? Uh, they ruled that he should just shut the fuck up because that's stupid. So a bunch of people with wigs said no. Yes. They wear wigs in Canada? I assume I don't they know. do, right? I don't know. I don't, how British are they, I guess, is the question. Oh, I guess they wear flannel, but they still have wigs. Uh, well, sorry about your Bigfoot there, eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I have to kick you out because this is some silly fucking shit, you know. But, yeah, sorry, you know, sorry, sorry about your thing here. but real, uh, I'm sorry. No. It's not real. Yep. Okay, so this is here's Northern Exposure. Do ever do a Bigfoot episode? They I, had to, right? I never watched Northern Exposure. Can't answer that. Find it. I'd have to know this now. Go look it up. While you're looking it up, I'm going to read you my favorite part. Northern Exposure. Uh, so this is a quote from an article at LoweringTheBar.net, which, as far as I can tell, is uh, a legal humor website that makes fun of stupid court shit. So here we go. <clears throat> First, Standing argued that the province's failure to give Bigfoot protected status violated his right to free expression. His, not Bigfoot's. Because he is, quote, unable to fully impart information and ideas as to specific locations where Sasquatch sightings occur for fear that someone will go kill one. Yeah. 
The court found, however, that keeping the secret would be Stanning's decision, not something mandated by the government. He also argued that British Columbia's inaction on the matter was subjecting him somehow to cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, that was pretty cool. And that ignoring Bigfoot was discriminating against him on the basis of his political or other belief. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was thrown right the hell out of court. See, Canada knows what they're doing. Well, uh, same thing happened in California pretty recently, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because somebody sued Canada. Sa- yeah. Same guy. That was the same that's motherfucker. The- it's pretty great that a government refuses to make it illegal to shoot, to kill something that doesn't exist. Yep. <laughs> but like it does that. exist. And you're telling me, I can't say that it does exist by saying that it, you aren't saying that it does exist. And then, then the judge is like, bro, I'm not a scientist, bro. We have actual court shit to deal with. Okay. I'm going to send you another link because he recently, he recently, uh, oh, come on, copy and paste. I think that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, produced and distributed a Netflix documentary called Discovering Bigfoot. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I really I think. That. Where did it go? I really do think next time you and I are in the same state together, we should record an episode that's just us doing a DVD commentary on this documentary. Huh. Where did it go? You sent me the link in the video. I don't know. I think and it shows up it, on the bottom it, left it, side. It disappeared before I could click on it. Here, I'll send it again. I don't know where it went. There. Oh, there we go. Fast, quick. That quick. Yeah. I got my Twitch Twitch game skills. Just as soon as you load it up, you'll see two pictures from this documentary, both of which claim to be a Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That looks exactly like a... (laughs) (laughs) The one on the left looks like one of those mummies. Yeah. Like one of those Peruvian mummies. (laughs) With, With like... But like they, cut the, they cut a hole in the face of an Ewok costume, uh-huh. and there's a Peruvian mummy inside. I love how both of them are apparently Sasquatches, but they both look completely fucking different. The second one looks kind of like Chewbacca's son. <laughs> yeah, the second one. And if you uh, if you scroll down a few pages, you'll see that they actually they did some pretty clear examination on uh, like breaking these things down. And where are we? page well shit they don't have page numbers uh it's about a little little past halfway down the page they took a picture of todd standing that's a public picture publicly Mm -hmm. released picture of him and showed how easily basically they just took that picture and superimposed bigfoot hair over it (laughs) just made it into him (laughs) yeah that's a pretty elaborate breakdown of this stupid picture yeah todd standing isn't even taken seriously by other bigfoot hunters that's pretty great. Yeah, I love that there's a hierarchy of Bigfoot experts. Yep. Yeah. And like, that guy's full of shit, says Bigfoot expert number two. <laughs> Apparently they think that crypto kid who presented at the crypto conference in Maine is okay. That 16-year-old. He's just precocious. He really is. He gets a pass because he's a high school kid. But Todd Standing's a little bit crazy, a little bit full of shit for making, oh. like, an Inca mummy wear an Inuit fur hood i'm done with this there's papyrus font yeah there is no i'm sorry no more i'm tired i'm done with this there's no i already know it's nonsense i don't need to see but look at papyrus just close it put some comic sans or gtfo all right so uh that's that's todd standing british columbia told him to fuck off 
You think that high school kid is the most popular kid in his high school? Uh, no. <laughs> but he's really good at Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you think that he gets a, he's got a varsity letter for Bigfoot? He's, he's probably more popular than the kid who's really good at Montauk Monster. <laughs> Man, Crypto Kid. You're pretty let's fucking go, lame, but at go, least at least you're really hairless raccoon boy. Yeah, at least you're not hairless raccoon boy. <laughs> no, you guys, it's a beast. It's a real monster. Man, the Bigfoot kid bullies me because I'm in the Montauk monster. <laughs> it's a trickle down bullying effect. They bully him, and he bullies me because he says my crypto is stupid. My crypto is yeah. not stupid. Bigfoot's stupid. Yeah, I got kicked out of the high school crypto club. <laughs> I said that the Loch Ness Monster didn't exist. And they oh, said, yeah, that's my new anime idea, is the high school crypto club. Yeah. Oh, it's shit. A magi- it's a magical girl high school anime, but it revolves around the crypto club. And their their hunts for weird Japanese-influenced versions of American cryptids. Yes. And all the all the world the worldwide cryptids all exist in this. It looks exactly like every anime Japan, and then they have to yeah. go find. They find them, and then each time they find one, they get magical powers. But it's like, but it's like an enchanted forest, and you could only enter it through the Shinto shrine. And if you don't <laughs> go through the shrine, then you won't pass through the magical barrier to the second world to see all of the cryptids. And when you get your cryptid specific power, you get a cool costume change. Yeah. Oh man. Sexy question mark. Uh, do I hear a Netflix pitch? <laughs> That's, that sounds completely plausible, doesn't it? Uh, how about we pitch <laughs> this? Be, how about we? How about we pitch this to Netflix, my friend? <laughs> they let Todd Standing release his fucking Bigfoot documentary. Surely oh. they can hook us up with some anime artists. Yeah, and then we yeah anime versions of all the popular cryptids. They have to be really ridiculous, though. You know, like I, whenever whenever Japan does some type of Western mythology, you end up with uh, Loki Ragnarok boy detective, right? <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, yeah. Loki that comes. Sounds like it could either be something you just made up, or no. exactly something that's real. <laughs> no, it's real, and it's like twenty years old. <laughs> Loki Ragnarok boy detective. Loki is incarnated as a Japanese schoolboy who solves crimes. The the actual oh, Norse god Loki. I love that so much. Yeah. Mar- why isn't Marvel doing that? I don't know because Tom Hiddleston's <laughs> way too sexy. So, so yeah, like I I think we should do this. Let's work on this. Let's let's Have write. You- we'll write a spec script for a twenty-two minute episode. Outline a story arc for thirteen for a thirteen episode season. Send it to Netflix. Oh, we need all the anime high school archetypes. Oh, yeah. This is just plug and play. And we have to have an episode that's a cooking competition. One that there's revolves a, around playing soccer and or tennis. Yeah, there's some kind of field day-esque. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, whatever that version of that episode is in Japan, you know, where there's some kind of athletic competition. Yeah, and there has to be a Bosuzoku gang somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and they have a, a rivalry with one of the other clubs. <laughs> Cryptid club, cryptid clubs. <laughs> the rival of the Carl Sagan Club, the UFO Club. <laughs> oh, that's even better. But the joke is that the UFOs don't really don't exist. Only the cryptids exist in the enchanted yeah. forest. So that's how they become more powerful. Is they're not gaining any. But then, but maybe it seems like they don't exist. But maybe that's the the arc of the first season. Is the UFO Club actually contacts aliens? 
and mm. is using alien technology to try to kill oh, the cryptids. The, there's the conflict. This, yes. they, they are contacting aliens, got though, it. so they've got to find cryptids faster than they meet aliens. Yeah, because and they've been taking so much shit. Like, you spend the first episode or two showing the past rivalry between the two clubs, and it's going back years. Now they've contacted aliens. Suddenly the cryptids start disappearing. And it's a mystery. I, there does have to be a gang in what, just one episode, though. Just so that, that inexplicable, yeah, that inexplicable almost violence, but not really. That always happens in Japanese high schools. Yep, and and someone has to have a really big pompadour, like the gang leader. <laughs> That's right, and he carries the a boken everywhere. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you don't know, is just the straight kendo practice thing. That is not a boken. There's a shinai. No, the you know the one that's curved. Yeah, that's flat. a that, that's a boken. The one that's like curved yeah, that's wood. What I'm talking about the kendo practices with the rattan or bamboo. And it's straight, like flat. Yeah, whatever. It's not the yeah the shinai is the one that's all roped that's tied together. Oh, you fuck! Don't 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 make me don't make me comic book guy you on wooden <laughs> Japanese practice swords. The flat one that's curved like a katana. Yeah, the practice katana, not the one that goes bap when you hit a guy on the head with it. Yeah. The one that will actually cave in his head. I really want to go to Japan and see that guy walking around. You know he exists. With a huge pompadour and carrying a boken, like, through He's either got it over his shoulder mm-hmm. with one hand, or he's got it, like, stuffed through the belt of normal pants. And sometimes he, like, <laughs> squats like a, like, like a Slavic dude and smokes cigarettes on the street corner. And he has two toadies who are much smaller than him. <laughs> they call him Boss. In the dub. Oh, yeah, in the bad dub, yeah. Yeah, in the bad dub. <laughs> That's great. Did you see the recently the the Rick and Morty anime open? No. It's amazing. Some dude made an anime open for Rick and Morty that's so good. <laughs> nice. I'll have to show you. I'll send you that. Cool. When we're done. <clears throat> when we're done. All right, so let me dig into my, my cryptid this week. Yeah, okay. let's do it. <clears throat> this is another deep... Backwoods, West Virginia cryptid. In fact, shares kind of overlaps uh, geographically a little bit with Mothman. For you see deep in the woods of southwest West Virginia, I wish I was making this up, lives the sheep squatch. <laughs> Do I need to bring the video? <laughs> Not yet. I'll tell you when to, when to queue up the video. Okay. Just warn me so I can have it ready. Okay. For sure. So, so it's, it's the fucking sheep squatch because apparently squatch is like like if it's like to cryptids the way gate is to dumb scandals, and if you just add squatch to the end of a thing, yeah, then you have a cryptid. Now I want to see squatch gate. Can we call the Todd Standing case squatch gate? Squatch gate. Squatch gate. Well, that's to bring down bring down squatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're bugging the woods. <laughs> we can never, we can never escape Bigfoot Nixon. We just can't. <laughs> Squatch key. All right, so I'm just going to give you a quick description of of uh, the sheep squatch, and then I'll run through some of the sightings of the sheep squatch. Okay. So sheep squatch is a white furred quadruped, and this is all of the sites, all the sources I found describe it as a quadruped. It's about the size of a bear. It has a long snout like a dog with big saber-toothed cat-sized fangs and big curving horns like a goat. It has raccoon-like hands, so it doesn't have paws. It has 
like opposable thumb hands with claws. So, uh, and and it has a long hairless tail like a rat or like a possum. So it's nothing like a Sasquatch. Uh, no. But it's also nothing like a sheep except maybe the horns and the whiteness. But it is a hell of a lot like a wampa. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of it. Like a, just put a nose on a wampa. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth, fangs. See, this, this animal first gets sighted sometime in 1980. <laughs> yes. First sighting atta- was uh, attacked uh, fucking Mark Hamill. While he was driving his car. Caused a big accident. Oh, I was just out in the woods riding my Taunton. Wrapped <laughs> uh, around by the sass... The, what is it? Sheep Squatch? Sheep Squatch. <laughs> not a, sh- not a sass squ- sheep. Sham, sham Squatch. <laughs> sham, sham, sham Woods Watch. Sham Squatch sounds like sham an infomercial squatch. item. <laughs> lasagna Squatch. Yes. Just might as well be that. The Wandering Lasagna. So, oh, and it smells bad on the outside. They say, they say, <laughs> they say it. The inside smells rather nice. They say it smells like sulfur. Oh, okay. Because according to folklore, it was born in the TNT area, like Mothman, you know, where they just TNT keep all the area, TNT so it's a, in, in West it's Virginia. A Ted, it's a Ted Turner creature? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't colorize yeah, it. Yeah, it lives there with reruns of Angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought of, I thought of you because the new season of BoJack threw out a totally random David Boreanaz reference. <laughs> nice. I thought, oh, I bet Don would appreciate that. I would. I like David Boreanaz. Yeah. They're talking that the house they have a set that's exactly like this other house. They said, well, yeah, we designed it after we took a tour of David Boreanaz's house. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a really random, <laughs> random odd thing to throw out. So, uh, Sheep Squatch is actually fairly new. Like, you joked that it was first sighted in 1980. Uh, it was actually first sighted in 1994. Oh, great. Like, so, uh, Sheep Squatch shares an origin with Friends, Forrest Gump, and the secret world of Alex Mack. Oh, the secret world of Alex Mack? <laughs> uh, no, there are a couple of sites. into liquid? Yeah. Oh, he totally could. That That's how he that gets one? away. Yeah, that was that one. Okay. She could, like, turn I... into glowy bad CG liquid. Like, T, like the yeah. T-1000 and go under a door. Or the Disney version of the Abyss tentacle. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, Alex Mack, who ignited puberty in thousands of boys across the country yeah. in 1994. Uh, and, and Drake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a topical reference right there. There you go. There are a couple... It's more topical than David Boreanaz. There are a couple of sites that said that it has a precedence in West Virginia folklore, but they just said that, and I couldn't find any evidence that that was so. So I think it's just like there's folklore about the folklore. I see. Kind of like the Sasquatch and the Indian folklore in the Pacific Northwest. They're trying to retcon it. Yeah, basically. So the Klingons always looked like this. Yeah, they always looked like this. Those were a different kind of Klingon. And the other way that they also always looked. So, oh, 94 is also the year Kurt Cobain killed himself. So my pet theory is that Kurt Cobain faked his death. And, and became... He became Sheep Squatch. West Virginia Sheep Squatch. Yeah, Sheep he Squatch. became a cryptid. He, he just, like, wears a big white fur coat everywhere and yells at people. So, Either way, it's Courtney Love's fault. Bitch. I don't know how or why, but I just know it is. <laughs> so here are the sightings. 1994. 94. 94. <laughs> 
two kids in Boone County, West Virginia, saw the saw the sheep sheep squatch. It's my fucking cryptid. I can't say sheep squatch. Sham, sham, sham squanch. Yeah, the 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 shemp Howard. Shemp squatch. Shemp. <laughs> The worst of the stooges that Ugh. lives in the woods. So they, they saw the Shemp Squatch while playing in their backyard, probably playing with Power Rangers toys. And it stood up on its hind legs like a bear. And then they startled it by screaming an alarm and it ran off into the woods. Like like a total badass. Just ran away. I think of a good 94 catchphrase to yell at it. Bodacious. Um... See what's a good one? Pogs. Pogs. <laughs> what's the the friend in in Forrest Gump where he yells out his name? Bubba. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> that scared him away. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. There's a sheep squatch after me. Now why'd you run so fast? Oh, sheep squatch after me. Oh, Gump, you're a fucking piece of shit, idiot, Gump. You fucking that. asshole, idiot, moron, fucking sheep squatch, fucking asshole. Ah, oh, sheeps. So then what happened with sheep squatch? Uh, so later that year, or I don't know later, like these are just three sightings that apparently happened in 94. Like there was no chronology to them. So another point in 94. Some ladies were driving through the woods at night. I'm guessing they were on their way home from seeing the Lion King. When a large white bipedal creature with horns came out of the woods onto the road and then it ran away. So this time it's bipedal. This time it's bipedal. It was bipedal the first time too. Like it came out quadrupedally and then stood up on its hind legs like a bear. So it's a bear. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) then a former Navy seaman saw the sheep squatch eat some mushrooms and take a drink of water from a brook and then it ran deeper into the woods. Bears don't do that. No, never. And, and accounts uh, vary of what this guy was doing in the woods. One said he was just hunting. Another site said he was hunting for Mothman. And a third site said he was hunting for UFOs. Oh, okay. All those seem to line up. But you know what he wasn't hunting for out in the woods that day? Sheep squanch. OJ's Bronco Chase. Oh no, he was maybe he was looking for the real killer. He couldn't he couldn't he didn't know what was happening. He was in the woods. He missed out on a national cultural experience of watching that fucking slow speed chase for 4 hours straight. I was at my friend's house watching Adam Adam's Family Values 2. <laughs> His parents like yell upstairs, "Hey, they're chasing OJ." <laughs> we kind of vaguely knew what that was cuz we were 12. We're yeah. like, "All right, I guess we'll watch sure. that." And then that was really boring. So then we- finished adam's family values like the whole neighborhood came to my house because we had the biggest tv at that point and so it was like the neighbors from up the street the neighbors from down the street and across the street and they all brought their kids and we're all just like sitting there watching oj and everyone's like already opining on whether he's guilty or not but you know like 15 16 people watching the fucking bronco chase for three hours in my living room Uh, okay 1995 so at this point, uh, there were three sightings in the first year, and now there are only there's only one sighting a year going forward. Uh, so in '95, a couple was driving through an area uh, of the woods that one website described as a lover's lane. Oh my! Mm-hmm. They were probably listening to Weezer, and they saw the sheep squatch in a ditch. 
And then they stopped their car to watch it, and it stood up, and it and it chased and jumped at their car and attacked it, and it had four eyes. They said this time it had four eyes, like most so it's mammals. A bear, it's a bear wearing glasses. Yes. Case solved. Good night, <laughs> everyone. Closed. Case dismissed. Uh, so they claim when they got home, they saw claw marks in the paint from where it has scratching. And uh, I'm just guessing that they were right next to the hook hand that was stuck on the door handle from the last oh. time they were at Lover's Lane. That's, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, this totally sounds legit. And what has there been any any sort of physical evidence? Uh, no, we don't know their names, nor did they bother to, like, take a picture of it after they got home. Oh, good. An attributed story. The best kind. Yeah. So then he went on a four-year hiatus, our sheep squatch. And then in 1999, there were a couple of campers out in the woods. I assume they were celebrating Bill Clinton's acquittal on charges of perjury and obstruction of justice. Yeah. Uh, getting, jiggy, getting jiggy with it? Mm-hmm. They heard a creature snuffling around their campsite. And according to one source, when the sheep squatch lunged at them out of the underbrush, they ran back to their house. So then I kept looking to figure out what, but they were camping. How did they run back to their house? Well, another website said they were camping in the woods behind their house. Pussies. And then two other websites said that they were just camping and they ran away. So, uh, but where, however it worked out, they ran away and, uh, on their, as they were running away, they looked back and they saw this fucking wampa looking thing staring them down. And then it let out a terrifying scream. And the next morning they went back and their campsite was all torn up. Oh my goodness. Just like Congo. I know. I, do you suppose that they could have killed it if they had a laser gun? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But they had the correct diamonds to feed the laser gun. Mm-hmm. So now we're jumping ahead to 2013, all quiet on the Sheep Squatch front for 14 years. Hmm. And in 2013, an episode of Monsters and Mysteries in America interviewed two hunters who saw a big white thing run at them while screaming. Hmm. Okay. Then in 2014, an episode of Mountain Monsters. Is this the video? This is our video. It contains supposed footage of the creature after it attacked a pile of lumber. So we're going to play this clip. Blake and I are going to watch it. You guys will That's hear pile of audio. Lumber. Yeah, it attacked a pile of lumber. Just watch. Here we go. It's about okay, we're gonna. It's about two minutes. Okay. And, and we will probably talk over it. You ready? Three, two, one, play. Do not attempt the traps and procedures seen in this program. Developed by experienced professionals. Uh-oh. And they sure look We're in Boone County, and we're investigating the most bizarre creature we've ever been after, the Sheep Squatch. This creature is like Mother Nature's reject. It's got hands, it's got hooves, it's got wool, it's got horns. Yeah, they just this added hooves to This creature do a lot of mix. damage to somebody. Our third eyewitness is a craftsman named uh-huh. Dave, who apparently has a video of what he thinks is the Sheep Squatch. So go, pause it real quick. Here it is. So let's describe, let's describe these people. Yeah, my page froze. Aw. How far did you get? Nowhere. I just heard it. Okay. Well, then I'll describe it. Try again. While you're working on it. So, two of them are wearing uh, black and red checked, like thick flannel zip ups. One of them is wearing, like, olive drab. 
One of them oh, is where actually two of them are wearing camouflage. One has the camo, like hunter's camo, the camo that just looks like trees and shit. Mm-hmm. Wearing it, uh, one has a bandana on his head, and one to two. One of them has an olive drab baseball cap. The other two have like floppy farmer hats, and all of them but one are prodigiously bearded. Prodigious, like really quite beardy. Okay. All right, here we go. I just learned about the Toyota Tundra, so now it's oh no, it's a Toyota Tacoma. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play it on my end, so. Well, yeah, I'll catch up. You'll catch up. Yeah, we can wait. I can. I can. I just turned the audio off, so it's not. Okay. Chief Squatch. Here it is. Squatch. Holy uh, thing huge and fast. Yes, yeah, sir. He's so quick. I didn't fast. see it. Let me see again. So they're watching a video on a cell phone. He's three foot above those logs. Why? He's three foot above them logs. <laughs> the monster's really stupid looking. It's like a. It's like a blob on the left side, and noticeably. What color is it, Blake? Well, I haven't gotten there. They just showed me the still rendering of the monster. Oh, oh that was okay. Oh, yeah, that was pretty dumb. Okay, here they are looking at, okay. Jump forward about a minute in. I see, okay, they're showing it. Yeah. It's just a brown blur. Yeah. <laughs> it's not white. Didn't take him long to get out of the country, It is it? not it's it's white. Quick. Thing's quick. That puts That's us in a such bullshit. world of danger. Today's video showed the creature come up behind that log pile. It's bleached out by the sun, but you can still tell by the silhouette it was a big creature. So, you know, after it left, I wanted to, you know, see what kind of damage it had done, you know, like to these, you know, because it was just moving that whole pile of logs. I mean, you guys just, you guys just have to see it. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, it's torn up. It's oh, yeah, we want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. let's go check it out. He moved that whole pile of logs. Oh, yeah. I mean, just look at that damage right there. One of these guys Holy is wearing overalls. Wow. Never seen nothing like that. I wouldn't believe that if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. This is a this is yes this is a yes egon no human could stack books like this moment. Yeah. Oh my no god. That's no some bear. wood got all tore up. How could that happen? After seeing those logs, I can't imagine the force it would take to splinter them the way it did. For him to do this, guys, this means he he can hit hard with them horns. He'd so. probably knock you thirty or forty feet. Oh that alone kill yeah. you. Yeah. This gives us a perfect example of how he's going to attack. He was standing up right here just like those big North American rams to raise a clear back like this and just wham into those logs. Wham! Tremendous, tremendous amount of power. Damn. We have a creature here that's huge. He's unpredictable. He has an attitude. And he has the weapons to create a lot of damage on us. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. We definitely know the creature's in this area. We also know that he's using that deer path. And he's lethal with those horns. This here is just beyond. It's an amazing yeah. piece of evidence. Yes, it sure is. But thank you. Amazing piece of evidence. So which mm-hmm. they didn't see the creature. So all of that was conjecture. They just there saw no some, horns. Some, we didn't even see what it looked like. Yeah, just some busted up logs. And apparently nope, later in that nope. episode, their their trap was a like a fence with some barbed wire on it. Hey, you know what's a super cool trap that could have helped? A camera trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just it, setting up a, like a like a hunting camera. Those game cameras are like 40 bucks. You can get uh-huh. a whole bunch of those, stick them up on the trees. So uh, when this came out, apparently Crypto Mundo does, well, when this show was on the air, they would do regular reviews of it. And whoever was writing the reviews apparently really likes Mountain Monsters, but their comments, uh, commenters do not. 
So I want to read some of the comments when they posted uh, this clip, I think. I think it was this clip. It's not loading, but it sounds like it's this one. Uh, I can't wait to see what the trap that won't work they make for this episode. (laughs) I beg you, Cryptomundo, please, please stop giving any credence to this show. I don't even know how these guys can even pretend to do what they're doing with a straight face. I am embarrassed for them. This is the most pathetic show on TV. It sounds like it sounds like a mountain version of that cave monster show you talked about a while back yeah. with like the fat guy with the gun. Yeah, and one of these guys is fat. Yeah. Uh no horns visible. Looks like last week's Wolfman behind the tank and rather unstrangely follows the pattern and duration of shot as last week. <laughs> they just substitute the name of the monster. Oh, this is so silly. It, it, it loaded up another clip after this one, and now they're using their, their thermal. It's, you know, where they're in the dark. Yeah. And they're looking at a thermal. And they just see a thing. They're like, oh, they're looking scared. This guy's got a flashlight. Oh, my goodness. So this show has a crew that shoots this nonsense and then edits it. Oh, this guy's crying. wonder why he's crying. Oh, he's sp- <laughs> oh gross. He's like spitting up mucus. One of the it's guys? His, it's on his beard? Yeah, Ew. what's going on? Let me turn the sound back on. What the fuck? He's like, those mucus is coming out. Maybe he got gored by the sheep squatch. <laughs> yeah, let me rewind it and see if they explained why that was happening. Wow. <laughs> Apparently they've had a feud with finding Bigfoot. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But it's really gross. <laughs> He's rolling around on the ground. All right, I'm going to read this to you. I think there was a, I think there was a stink. Was Aww. there a stink? What's going on? Well, it does smell like sulfur. Okay, so on April 5th, 2015, Matt Moneymaker of Finding Bigfoot tweeted that Mountain Monsters was scripted and the Ames team, that's the name of their team, was merely actors. This led to Trapper John Tice directly responding and referring to Moneymaker's show as Losing Bigfoot. (laughs) The online feud has continued with Finding Bigfoot cast member Cliff Barockman chiming in that the show is fiction and the official Finding Bigfoot Twitter account calling Mountain Monsters a fake hoax show in regards to the series April 2017 return. May 30th, 2017... Ames Twitter account responded by saying that finding Bigfoot, quote, do not find anything. Oh, shit. Shots Damn, fired. Shots fired. You know, we found a good piece of evidence. We, You ain't found nothing, but we found all this wood that was in small pieces uh, taken off from the larger pieces of wood. Really dumb. Very, so, very dumb. So there, and- there you go. All these mountain characters. Mm-hmm. All these these dumb hillbilly assholes. Yeah, basically, these guys look exactly like you would describe them if you were going to cast them and yeah. costume them. Yeah, if you went to Central exactly. Casting and, and asked for West Virginia hillbillies. Yeah, like West Virginia mountain monster hunters. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what they would look like. <laughs> so that's not the most recent sighting, though. This, uh, it was seen most recently in 2015. Once again, this is unattributed, and according to Cryptid Wiki, uh, this is Campers again, and Cryptid Wiki says, the identity of the campers is unknown as of March 2016. So, reliable. 
So Sheep Squatch, uh, this time it looked like they described it as a white-furred bipedal dog. So now it's a white werewolf. It chased a group of campers through the woods. It started fording a river towards them, but then it ran away in fright because something else screamed, let loose like a blood-curdling scream deep in the woods, and it scared it so bad it ran away. Hmm. Yeah. Dumb. So that's all of it. And uh, I want to point out how all of the descriptions, every source I found said it's a quadruped. And then every single fucking story had it walking or running on two legs. This uh, this doesn't sound like a real thing. Probably not. But it's actually, there's a category of beast it belongs to (laughs) in West Virginia. They have a category category of, of monsters that they call white things. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Really? Uh, uh, they also call them devil dogs. Okay. Even though they don't all look like dogs. And they also call them white devil. What was that? What does he want to urge me? White devil. <laughs> well, tell them I'm not. I've only met you. How do I know? What is that from? He said, let me guess. White devil, white devil. Yes. You speak what you do? It's Ventura 2. Oh, okay. White devil. So they're white things, devil dogs, or white devils. And white things white can devil. look like wolves, bears, dogs, lions, badgers. Sometimes they can fly. Uh, they have red eyes. Because a good thing that albinism is not a thing. Or else there might be a possible explanation for these. <laughs> this is an amelianistic Bigfoot. Yep. Or, you know, wolf. Or bear. Apparently, uh, though, they also have uh, wicked fangs and claws. Sometimes they have, uh, I quote, uh, too many legs. <laughs> too many legs. Just too many legs. Uh, sometimes they can fly. Sometimes they attack people and tear into their flesh. But then when the attack is over, the person is whole and unhurt. Hmm. Yeah. And then also something, something Cherokee, white people stealing Native American culture, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I did, I forgot I opened this tab, but what is it? They never did Bigfoot on Northern Exposure, really. But they did have a hermit character who had Bigfoot-like attributes until then. They find it's just a guy who lives in a secret cabin. <laughs> a secret cabin. Yes. Adam, played by Adam Arkin. Oh, okay, makes sense. So shadowy mythological creature rarely seen and known mainly for <laughs> petty thefts. <laughs> Adam Arkin. Yeah. So my real animal this week is polar bears. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Ursus martimus. They're really big. Adult males can weigh up to 1,500 pounds and be 10 feet long. Females about 500 pounds and 8 feet long. And the biggest documented polar bear in the 1960s, a 2,000-pound, 11-foot-tall male was shot and killed. Holy shit, that's huge. I know. And they're 100% carnivore bears, right? Yes. They and they're they're uh they're assassins, like they're stealth hunters too. Murder bear. Yeah. But they're adorable murder bears. Like that's they, the I'm pitching that to asylum next week. Murder bear. Murder bear. They love to swim and if you've ever been to a zoo that has polar bears, they're just adorable when they're swimming. And they like to play with each other, even the grown-ups. Like, they're mostly solitary, but when it's not mating season and they run into each other, they'll play. 
Uh, oh, and that's cute. I know. And they have big snowshoe feet and all their fur and blubber keeps them so insulated that they're almost invisible to infrared cameras. Really? I didn't yes, know that. I didn't know that either until today. Do they have blubber? Yeah. Adipose tissue. Well, I don't, I don't think it's technically blubber. It is a thick layer of adipose tissue. So it's fat, huh. but bl- I think blubber may be specific to marine thing? mammals. Yeah. Huh. But, so I haven't uh, really thought about that. It's just having a fat layer, does that not count as blubber? Or yeah. is blubber special? No, I don't think uh, having a fat layer counts as blubber. Because I don't think I don't think of fat humans as blubbery. Although maybe so I you, should. So the only whales and pinnipeds get to have blubber? I guess. So they are very threatened by climate change. As their habitat has shrunk due to the melt-off of sea ice, they've started ranging further inland and moving further south. Uh, And it's sad because polar bears are awesome, and we do not know how they're going to weather continued warming of the climate. Hmm. Yeah. So, save the polar bears. Not the sheep's Or just polar stuff in general. Yeah, that too. Save the Arctic foxes and the seals and sea lions. Yep, everything from a Coke commercial is threatened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very sad. All right. That's all I got. Okay. So it's time to do the next. Let's do the next one. Yeah. What next one? everybody thank you for listening uh, i'm not gonna shill because i feel like a fucking douche you know what it would be cool for you to do regarding the show so if you want to do it do it if you don't that's fine too um if you want to send us hate mail hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com